Hello, and welcome to the St. John's Research Podcast, the show that delves deep into the world of dermatology, where we bring you the latest research, stories, and innovations in the field of skin health. I am Madeline, your host for today's show. I'm a medical student here, involved in research at the St. John's Institute of Dermatology. We started this podcast to bring the science of skin health into the conversation by way of interviewing our researchers here at St. John's Institute, patient organizations, and stakeholders about current projects and innovations in the world of skin research. Furthermore, we want this podcast to foster a sense of community, connection, and collaboration. So whether you're listening to this as someone with psoriasis, a healthcare provider, or someone who cares about advancing medical knowledge, the St. John's podcast will have something for you. It is a venture that is bridging gaps, dispelling misconceptions, and illuminating a path towards a brighter future for everyone affected by skin problems. We started this podcast to bring the science of skin health into the conversation by way of interviewing researchers here at St. John's Institute, patient organizations, and stakeholders about current projects and innovations in the world of skin research. Today's episode, we're shedding light on the latest initiative that's helping our understanding of psoriasis, the MySkin study. Psoriasis is a skin condition that affects millions around the globe and has long been a challenge for both those living with it and the medical community. But what if there was a way to not only learn about psoriasis, but also to join in contributing to unraveling its mysteries? That's where MySkin comes in. In today's episode, we are talking all things MySkin with two of its creators and psoriasis experts, Professor Catherine Smith and Dr. Satfir Mahil. With them today, we'll dive deeper into the MySkin project, its origins, its findings so far, and its future journey of discovery. Get ready to be inspired and informed. Hi, Catherine and Satfir. Thanks so much for joining me today. I'm excited to talk about MySkin, but I thought it'd be interesting to hear from both of you about your journey to becoming dermatologists, researchers, and what really drew you to inflammatory skin diseases. Satfir, you go first. So I suppose my interest in dermatology probably started back in medical school and we were talking about this just the other day saying that actually it was because it was taught so well and I think anything that's taught well really resonates and you just want to learn more about it so that began the process but I was always really fascinated by the immunology and genetics of skin conditions but then I went and did my medical training. And then when you start thinking about specialities, I came back to dermatology, looked into it further. And common skin conditions interested me, particularly because we were beginning to really learn a lot about the immunology and genetics of them, in particular psoriasis. So that really led me to work with Catherine and start research here at St. John's. And I haven't really looked back since. Yeah, it was well taught at medical school, as you said. Also, some people very close to me in my family have got really significant skin problems. And because I'm older than you, we actually didn't know much about the immunology and genetics. So there was this enormous unmet clinical need, which was very motivating, actually, to get involved in research and serendipity as well. So I got the opportunity to do my research in urticaria, in actual fact. And that then led me to St. John's and working with all the amazing people here, including Satvir. (laughs) So it's been a fantastic journey, I suppose, and really feel the best is yet to come because we really are at the cusp of skin science and discovery and what's going to be possible in the future. We've already seen how knowledge about genetics and immunology has really changed 
treatment landscape. So now we have gone from people in hospital wards for weeks and weeks, which is how I started when I was training, to having almost no inpatient beds for people with um, certain conditions, like psoriasis, where we've made probably huge advances. So My Skin is an online survey which we launched in June this year with the help of the Psoriasis Association. So Catherine and I launched it at their annual conference back in June. It's an online platform that's freely accessible for anyone, anywhere. And it really enables people with psoriasis to directly help to advance our knowledge about the condition. So whether, for example, you've been dealing with psoriasis for just a few months or several years, whether it's a small patch of psoriasis you have or actually very widespread, we really do want to hear from you and we'd be delighted if you would join the MySkin study so that you could help us to, to learn more. And Catherine, how does the MySkin actually work? Well, we've designed it to really try and make it very simple in that MySkin invites you, the person with psoriasis, to take part in a series of questions which takes 10 to 15 minutes and it's designed to capture all the nuances and vagaries of your day-to-day living with psoriasis from your skin, how it feels, how it's looking, where it's where it is affecting you, the treatments you've tried and are using, how it affects your physical health, how it affects your mental well-being. So all of those details and we want to try and capture that over time as well. So We're hoping that participants will give us a first survey, but then over time, every three months, so that we can build a picture of the sort of psoriasis trajectory. And that's a very individual journey, which we need to have lots and lots of people joining to really understand properly. And what inspired the creation of MySkin? It sort of started during the pandemic where we set up a survey for people with psoriasis to understand how they were affected by COVID. And this was called So Protect Me. From the study, as the pandemic progressed, we were able to quickly understand just how big the burden of the pandemic was on people with psoriasis in terms of the mental health burden, so the impact of of shielding, but also what was happening to their psoriasis, so a substantial proportion of people with psoriasis reported that their skin condition worsened during the pandemic and that this was associated with poor mental health as well. So we found that using an online platform that was freely accessible was a fantastic way to get a large number of people involved and um, for people from all over the world to be able to report. So in the end, I think we had more than 4,500 people reporting to Say Protect Me. And we wanted to take that learning on beyond the pandemic. And that's where my skin started from. Something that I'd be interested to know, and I think potentially other listeners would like to know, is how is my skin different from other research studies that have gone on before? Starting with Say Protect Me, that was actually a snapshot. So we asked people at one point in time, um, how they were doing, what their experiences of the pandemic were. But we know that things changed a lot during the pandemic. So we were very keen with MySkin 
to go beyond it just being a snapshot of experiences and therefore asking people to check in with us every three months and provide an update on their progress, on their physical health, mental health. And hopefully this will contribute to broader, more in-depth actually understanding of how psoriasis changes over time. There's a discoveries and publications page on the My Skin website, which is myskin.org, where every month we provide data updates and we hope that through the website and through our social media, we can keep everybody updated. I think the other thing to say about my skin, which we found actually again with SoProtect, is that individuals will obviously be contributing their data, but also a building engaged community around the sort of community with people with psoriasis, with the overall goal, not only of contributing data, but also, for example, through this podcast, feeding back information and also highlighting the burden of psoriasis and the ongoing unmet need. So we'll be including other researchers, other clinicians in the in the sort of my skin community. So that's the other ambition. And although we're launching it and have launched it primarily in the UK, we also know that psoriasis is a global condition affected by millions of people. And we also know, depending on what country you live in, your ancestry, that can have material effect, not only how your psoriasis presents, but also what access to treatments you have as well. So all of these things we want to kind of capture and, and follow over time. And what are some things that MySkin has discovered so far? So some of the key questions that we ask, one is what triggered your psoriasis for the first time? And a third of people said that stress triggered their psoriasis mm-hmm. for the very first time. And these sort of questions are not really well reported in the medical literature, but as doctors seeing people with psoriasis come mm-hmm. through the clinic, it's a conversation that we often have and mm-hmm. often mm-hmm. comes up, actually. So to capture that information is quite powerful. A third is a lot. And then... of people reported that a throat infection triggered their psoriasis for the first time. Another thing that we asked was what makes your psoriasis worse? So you've got the onset, but then we know that there are periods where it can get better or worse. 70% this time said that stress makes their psoriasis worse. We, we also asked about diet and alcohol, and 20% of people said that alcohol makes their psoriasis worse. Half of all of our participants of my skin said that the weather makes their psoriasis mm-hmm. worse, and this is something that we're looking into. We've also looked at mental health, and within my skin, there are validated questions that we've embedded around anxiety and depression. And we found that one in four participants so far have screened positive for anxiety. One in five participants have screened positive for depression, which really sort of underscores the mental health burden of psoriasis. And yes, we hope to learn more about this and and how this changes over time. And and with, for example, the severity of someone's psoriasis. One of the problems with surveys is it's a selective population. So it's a shout out on this podcast for everyone to take part. So your psoriasis, if it's very trivial and not bothering you at all, is just as important as you take part in somebody who has you know, very severe uh, problems or major burdens. So 
the, the weather thing is so interesting because we actually, and even stress, because mm. although we, we know it as a trigger, we actually don't understand the mechanisms. What, how, how does that actually happen? Mm. And with respect to the future of my skin, I mean, it's fair to say we've been ironing out a few hitches, haven't we, mm. in terms of the mm. usability and the interface. And yep. Yep. thank you again to anybody who's taken part because you've really helped us identify some of the questions that just didn't work or make sense. But we're developing a much easier user interface through an app, the MySkin app. But we hope also, in terms of understanding mechanisms, we're also going to be launching a self-sampling strategy so people can send in a blood sample so we can profile their genetics because then understanding how these factors your genes interact with your environmental factors Mm. will help us unpick Mm. the mechanisms driving these triggers to psoriasis Mm. and flares to psoriasis which then offer potential either to modify those uh, or or, or target them with Mm. with treatment or management strategies and it's powerful because the treatments that we're fortunate enough to have these biologic treatments that have come through in the past couple of decades, that's thanks to knowledge and understanding about mechanisms mm. and genetics. So the more we understand, as you say, the hope is that that will open avenues for then for us to try to better combat what we're learning so that we can hopefully improve the lives and the health and well-being of people who have this. Final thing to say, it's all voluntary so Mm. this is all subject to consent and giving your information we look after it incredibly carefully all of the details are on the website and your clinical data information about yourself is is incredibly valuable there's no obligation either to provide additional samples or photos that's that's all future anyway but also participation even now is incredibly valuable And who is funding MySkin? We've got a number of funders. First and foremost, the Saras Association. They've provided core funding for this project, which has been invaluable. So thank you very, very much indeed for the Saras Association. Also the NIHR, which is the UK government's uh, funding body. And we've also got Uh, funding through King's Health Partners. So there's an alliance between King's College Hospital, King's College London, Guy's and St Thomas's, and they've pulled together and provided us with um, infrastructure funding as well. So multiple funders, all independent. And we should also thank um, all of the team because actually MySkin is facilitated by a huge team of, well, there's clinicians, statisticians, data scientists as well as amazing designers who have actually brought my skin to life it was it was sort of an an idea and then we met with some amazing people who gave us the colors and and sort of really really did bring it to life and and made it happen as well as delivered the brilliant website so thank you really to to everyone and to our amazing patient partners we meet with regularly and sort of keep us in check and make sure that we are addressing the, the need Thank you. And anything that I've missed, Catherine? I suppose that to reassure participants or future participants that we're going to make the very most of your data. So if you've already contributed to studies, and I think some of our participants have, so we've had other psoriasis studies running, for example, B-STOT. So we that's why we ask for your permission to link 
your MySkin data to the BStop data. And similarly, we're going to be asking if you give us permission to link to your NHS record in the UK, because again, that's a very valuable data set that tells us about the long-term trajectory of your psoriasis. So we do, subject to your consent, ask if, if it's okay if we can link to those data as well to make the very most of, of, of your contribution. Thank you both so much for speaking with me, and I hope we've given some more context for what MySkin is. I am personally very interested in seeing what we discover as the data keeps coming in. I encourage our listeners to go to myskin.org to participate and to see our ongoing discoveries from the data. Also, check out our Instagram and Twitter at MySkinStudy to see real-time data updates and more. Feel free to get in touch with our team if you have questions via our social media or at myskin at kcl.ac.uk.